All right, so we're discussing the issue of mekach tos, of when you buy something and you discover that it is uh, defective. So this actually creates a very interesting uh, application in the context of the halachas of ribis. Ribis of uh, where you uh, loan money and then you receive back more than you actually loaned. So what does that have to do with uh, selling something and discovering that the merchandise is defective? So it explains, it's conceptual. It says, So if I go ahead and sell you an object, and we're going to cancel the sale, you're going to cancel the sale because you discover that the item which I sold you is defective. So now what happened was, you went ahead and gave me $100 for an object, to purchase an object. Now when it turns out that I sold you a defective object, so there was no sale which took place. So if there's no sale which took place, why do I have your $100? Under what pretext do I have your $100? We have to reinterpret that because it wasn't payment for an object which was received because that was actually defective and there was no sale. So the way Halacha looks at it is that once we cancel the sale, the money that you gave me, which was originally intended to purchase the object, becomes clarified retroactively. There was no purchase. So it turns out that you were effectively loaning me that $100. So you loaned me $100, and I have to go ahead, and no matter what happens, I have to go ahead and reimburse you. For that reason, So if I were to go ahead and give you back anything more than the $100 that you gave me, that would constitute ribis. Since effectively it turned out to be a loan, you loaned me $100. If I give you $101 back, for whatever reason I give you $101 back, so that would actually constitute ribis. Now that's an unusual scenario where I'm going to give back more money than you actually gave me in the first place. Where it does arise is, the scarier part is, if you call me up and say, hey, the thing which you sold me is, uh, is defective, come pick it up. And I say, yeah, I'll get there next week. I'm busy this week. I'll pick up the bicycle next week. You'll give me back the, bi- uh, you'll give me back the bicycle. I'll go ahead and I'll give you back the $100. You say, okay. It, in the interim, is it okay if I ride the, ride the bicycle? I don't have anything else to ride right now. Would you mind if I ride the bicycle? So if I give you permission to go ahead and ride that bicycle, so that's ribis. You loan me $100, I'm going to pay you back $100, and in addition to paying you back $100, I'm giving you permission, I'm loaning you my bicycle, I'm lending you my bicycle to use. So you're getting back your $100, plus the $25 it would cost to rent a bicycle for a week, you're getting that for free. So you're now getting back $125 worth of stuff when you only loan me 100 that's going to be ribis. And therefore, in the event that it would actually cost $25 to rent the bicycle, when you give me back the bicycle, I can only give you back $75. Because you already had got $25 worth of uses out of it, and that's something you have to be mindful of. Yeah. Can't you just do some of the favor? I'm going to borrow your bike. It's not because I gave you $100 and you back so there, there may be limited circumstances where we could justify in such a way, but if you normally don't do that favor for other people, why, did, why, are, why are you getting uh, used to the bicycle and not somebody else, well, left, not Mark? You left something in my house, so I'll come pick it up next week. And if you mind if I use it, well, you know, so you pick it up. So that's not a loan, but right. you go, fine, just don't break it. Right. But in the context of a loan, we become, become much more sensitive. Well, gave the money. Right. Even though you would, if you left something at my house, I'd say, hey, can I use this? Please pick it up. 
Right, even, even something which is potentially zenen of zelochaser may also be a violation of rivis. Once there's already a loan on the books, so then we get, we get hypersensitive to anything which uh, you know, even smells like uh, rivis. So, you want to borrow the hundred bucks I require in Picado, you give me your watch. I have to hold on to your watch while you have the hundred dollars until you return to So, I can't lose the watch? Um, that potentially, right. If you're taking it as a Picado, right. I mean, this is no different than a Picado. Right. Assuming that somebody would actually rent a watch. But yeah, that, that type of thing would, would, would be a problem of ribbons, yeah. You, using the Picado, so that's a, that's a potential uh, issue. What? It, certainly if you don't have permission, so then you shall have. But even if you give permission, it's uh, something which would be, uh, would be problematic. Now, all of that, so that may not come up very often. The, yeah. This, Every yeah. time there's a mess you have to pay the guy the value of the stuff that you use during that time? You potentially have to pay him, yeah. It appears both in Chosha Mishpat and Reish Amabes. It appears in Yeridea. But, uh, but yeah, you may have to pay for that, for that thing. But it's going to get worse. And then I'll, I'll leave you with the part which is worse. It says, Kamokain. Similarly, A return policy. Store has a sign that says, we have a, a, a return policy within 30 days. You could return the item and get your money back. So if that's the policy of the store, so then, So regard, it's not even that you need to have a damaged goods. If there's an automatic return policy that if you return me the item with the receipt, then I know that you purchased it, and I'll give you your money back. So that means that when you give me the money, it's a loan. Because you may keep the object, you may not keep the object, it's a loan. And then if you use it for the next two weeks, and then you return it to me, so you loaned me the money, and you'll get your, you're guaranteed to get your money back, because that's the policy. And now you had use of the thing for two weeks. That, uh, that pashtus, whenever a store, a Jewish-owned store, has a return policy such as that, so you have to figure out why is this going to be permitted, because pashtus and halacha should be aser. So the customer, the quote-unquote customer, is going to have to pay the merchant for the use of the item. The item. Because if he gets back all of his money and he had use of it for two weeks, so that's ribbis. And therefore, every store, every Jewish store, which has a return policy such as that, so a clothing store or something like that, so they have to figure out exactly, you as the customer or you as the merchant, have to figure out how you're going to go ahead and avoid this issue of, uh, of ribbis. What? The lokech ends up being the malva because he's the one who gave the money to the merchant. Does it matter if it's targeted? It has to be a Jewish-owned store because the, the, this rib is only between two Jews. So when you go into a Jewish clothing store, you go into a whatever bookstore or something like that. So that's a, yes, different issue with comes there. Yeah, target. The target kamach is a whole different. Uh, yeah. can, can you get around it by requiring, say, a membership? I mean, there's a running store. So the, if you have a membership, you can buy shoes and wear them for 30 days. If you don't like them, you can return them and get everything back. Would a annual membership... Then so there, there's different ways to get around it. I don't want to go into all of those different uh, things, uh, how exactly we get around it, but there, there are ways to get around it, but uh, you need to be mindful that you have to have some solution to get around it because Pasha sits in violation of halal. <laughs>